Welcome to the Strength and Dignity Podcast, where we discuss Christian lifestyle, scripture, biblical concepts, and hear testimonies from various guests. I'm your host, Kelsey Pryor, and I hope you find encouragement, solid teaching, and thought-provoking concepts here. We're entering into a new series called Christian Lifestyle. This is a series where we discuss practical tips, biblical commands, and various teachings throughout scripture that can be applicable to anybody. Before we dive in, make sure you subscribe so you never miss a future podcast. All right, let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Strength and Dignity podcast. I'm here today with Caitlin, my new friend, Caitlin. So um, I'm going to have her introduce herself because we met on Instagram and she has an awesome blog that we're going to talk about. But go ahead and introduce yourself, Caitlin. Awesome. So my name is Caitlin Michaela, and that's a mouthful. There's a D at the end of my first name. Super weird. Thanks, mom. (laughs) Thanks, up and girl. (laughs) It's like one of those things where people are like, Caitlin, and I'm like, yeah, Caitlin. Um, Caitlin. So, okay, um, okay. I wasn't sure if that yeah, was a middle Caitlin, initial or not. <laughs> okay. No, she, that's the thing. It's always like, did you misspell your own name? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, it's a, is it your middle name? I'm like, no, it's just like one of those weird things that I, I Oh, that's with. funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Gotcha, so, gotcha. <laughs> I'm Caitlin, and I am from Dallas, Texas. I am about to graduate from grad school, so I'm super excited about that. And all my entire life, I've been obsessed with productivity, organization, just learning like how to add healthy habits to your life um, in order to live well. And to me, living well is a combination of being positive, having those productive, healthy habits, and um, having a healthy faith life, um, just in order to kind of live your best life and to reach your full potential. So that's kind of like what's been drawing me to, you know, create content on Instagram and even start a blog. So I'm super excited to be here today. This is like my podcast debut. Um, oh, awesome. So this is just super <laughs> exciting. Thank you for like letting me do this. Yeah, absolutely. We're super excited to have you today. Um, so why don't you talk a little bit about like your current stage in life, what are you going through, like school, work, status, stuff like that, and then talk a little bit about your testimony. Yeah, so I am 23 years old, about to graduate from graduate school, like I just said, Um, and that next phase of life, adulthood, is coming real quick, (laughs) like real fast, and I don't know how to handle it. Um, I kind (laughs) of went into grad school with the mindset of prolonging adulthood, and once I came to the end of grad school, I was like, maybe I should just get another master's master's degree, you know? And um, that's not the point. I need to just end this life right now <laughs> and we're in this phase right now and go ahead and go into the next step. So um, this the past two years while I was in grad school was a lot of me realizing that I was in a waiting season um, and that there was just a lot God wanted to work on with me. Um, that I kind of pushed aside, like, you know, not wanting to be an actual adult, just wanting to have that uh, student identity forever, like Peter Pan complex or something. Um, (laughs) So that's something that's been really cool to see and to realize I'm about to kind of exit that season of waiting and kind of get into this new season that I'm really excited for. And I'm so ready for God to you know, show me what that's going to look like and um, just guide my steps through this new process, this new phase, um, including 
you know, providing more content on Instagram. So uh, before I was one of those people who would just post a picture every now and then and just like, you know, that's it. Um, But recently, starting a year ago, I guess, um, I just kind of felt called to do more with it. Like, so actually share what's on my mind because there's a lot on my mind and sometimes I'm like, well, maybe it could help someone. Um, But there's also that fear and anxiety of being vulnerable on the internet because Mm -hmm. what if people Mm -hmm. don't like it? What if people think it's weird? Like, what's that going to do? So that was another part of this season I was in, just like God teaching me to be more bold and to share more. Um, So in a nutshell, (laughs) where I'm at right now is just, you know, getting ready for the next stage in my life, getting ready to fully step into this calling that I feel God has called me towards and um, just really get ready. So yeah, that's awesome. Things that are going on, yeah. That's awesome. I love it. I can't wait to dive into that. Um, what about your, so I'm curious how you got saved. Did you grow up in a Christian home? Like, like what yeah. do you consider yourself to have like become a Christian or did you like, did you grow up Christian or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Take it so this story is kind of funny. My parents bring it up all the time. So I'm actually a PK, a pastor's kid. Yeah. Um, my dad is a pastor and an evangelist, so we actually just got back from him filming eight sermons over the course of two days for this thing called Camp in a Box. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. like, this is usually this is usually the time that a lot of church camps happen, and mm. um, he does a lot of church camps. And so, with coronavirus and with all of this, like all of the cancellations and postpones rescheduling and not being able to meet in public, he's been doing a lot of virtual work. So I'm a PK pastor's kid. This has been my life. I've grown up in the church. Um, But (laughs) my earliest memory of me, you know, deciding to follow Jesus and making that decision for myself happened when I was probably seven or eight. Um, I was in children's ministry and the way our ministry was set up is, you know, they do the altar call for kids and then you'd raise your hand and then they'd take you to this room. And in this room they had donuts. And (laughs) I was like, Oh, so when I accept Jesus into my heart, I get donuts. That's cool. I like that. So for the next three Sundays, I accepted Jesus into my heart for some (laughs) donuts. Um, Until they told me, hey, you can't do that anymore. And I was like, well, why not? (laughs) I thought we could all be children of God however many times we want to be. Um, So that was like my earliest memory of just being a kid and not fully understanding what was going on. Um, And my parents bring that up all the time they're like remember you accepted Jesus because you got donuts and then you accepted Jesus four more times for donuts it's like yeah um oh I love that but it wasn't until middle school yeah I know that's like one of my fondest um memories and I think it kind of led towards um just always you know this has always been in my life so I did make that first decision for myself. It was the donuts that led me to do it more times. (laughs) Um, But once I got older and started to realize, you know, just how good God is and how much he does for me and my family and for others, that's when I started to realize, like, I'm going to remake this decision 
with a clear mind, no incentives, um, just like me, like coming and wanting to grow a better relationship with Christ. So in middle school, I um, made that decision again. And to me, it was a bit more serious that time. Mm. Um, But I've always grown up in the church. I've always um, had, you know, a good Christian um, community to surround myself with. Uh, So that's just been something that I've been really thankful for, really grateful for. Um, Yeah. So that's my little testimony. That's awesome. Testimony. (laughs) I love that. No, thanks so much for sharing. I love it. Um, That's awesome. Uh, I feel like lots of people who grew up in the church like have like I think I did it wasn't for donuts but I think I technically like invited Jesus into my heart like three times because every time I heard about it I got scared like what if it didn't work last time and then I would do it again it was never like my parents like they never told me I had to like do it like that or whatever it was just like I would hear someone say and like oh my gosh what if it didn't work (laughs) and then when I got a little bit older Yeah. Yeah. And then when I got a little bit older, I was like, okay, that's not what that means. That's not how that works. So (laughs) yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Cool. Well, I'm super excited to hear more about your blog. I'm going to read, you have a, your Instagram bio is productivity, positivity, and living well, um, empowering you to reach your full potential. So I'd love for you to talk about what that means and how your, your Instagram and your blog accomplishes that. Yeah. So, um, or like about a year ago, I initially thought I was going to branch out to Instagram and kind of become more of a micro blogger. So, you know, using more long form captions and sharing my thoughts and, uh, sharing things that were going on with me that I thought would help others. And that was when I first heard God, like call me to do this. Right. So, um, I shared my first post and immediately had like a little panic attack. I was like, nope, can't do that again. Can't be vulnerable. Can't share this. Mm. This is too much. This is too crazy. Um, (laughs) Sorry if you can hear my dog. (laughs) It's okay. Um, He's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, I can't do that anymore. And so Mm. I stopped and like, I kind of ran away from it for a while Um, and then I had a friend reach out to me and say that what I shared actually did help her. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, what? Okay. (laughs) Thanks God. Like, that's cool. I'm glad you did something with me, but I can't do that. So Mm -hmm. I started getting focused into school and kind of really, um, wanted to finish out my year strong, did that. And then this year, um, God was like, no, you need to get back into this because you have this passion for productivity. You really love making people happy. You really love being a light to others and you have something to share. And I was like, but really God? And he was like, yeah, you need to start a blog. And I'm just sitting there like a blog, like an actual blog, like a website. And he's like, yes. And I'm like, okay, God, like, if this is what you want me to do, you have to tell me, um, like, just give me a sign, please. Because I don't like writing. I don't like sharing this stuff. I don't feel like I'm good at it. Um, and when you ask God to like 
let you know. He will let you know if it's something that you're really meant to do. So some crazy stuff happened that really confirmed this calling for me. And so through that, I wanted to identify, okay, what is this message that I'm trying to share? What am I trying to get across? And it's just this idea of, you know, helping others reach their full potential. This is something I've been doing through college students, like ministering to college students for the past three, four years of my life. So working directly with students and helping them um, learn how to incorporate productivity habits, learn how to organize their semester, set themselves up for success um, in order to live well, in order to go through the college life, um, go through their college career. So in my head, I was like, okay, so how can I do this to reach people who aren't in the college setting? Um, and it's really simple. I mean, it's very much transferable. You can always use some productivity um, tips. You can always, you know, have someone speak life into you and empower you to do well in your own life, whether or not you're mm -hmm. a student. So that's kind of what this blog is going to be centered around. It's going to be centered around providing materials, resources um, of what I use and what I enjoy doing to help encourage people to kind of create their own ideal life and to live well um, through pro positivity and productivity. Um, mm. So that was just a very long way to say like, <laughs> um, through my blog, through my Instagram, I just want to do what I feel God is calling me to do, which is just um, be a, you know, place that can inspire and empower and somewhere you can go and just like, leave feeling positive, leave feeling like you can take on the world. You can do what you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Can you give us like a little snippet or sneak peek? Like what's your favorite productivity tip? Just oh, one as a teaser. Yeah. And then, and then you'll have to go follow <laughs> you for the rest. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So right now, one of my favorite productivity tips would be it's a it's a chrome extension and it's called one tab okay and it's oh, a little okay. way because we always well for me personally and some of my friends we just leave millions of tabs up and we don't yeah, want to I do that we feel like we need to get back to it right and then that slows our computers down a little bit so then once uh -huh. you open a new tab it gets slower and slower and slower so yep. there's this Chrome extension called OneTab, and it's just a way to connect all your tabs into one page, and it saves it. So then you oh. don't have to have all of these tabs open, but you have that reassurance that you're not going to lose that one page that you visited three weeks ago that you probably don't really need again. <laughs> um, so that's like a really cool tip, and it's a really cool way to keep things organized. There's different ways you can use it, and I've shared that with a couple of my friends, and they've really enjoyed it. It's changed the game for their browsing purposes. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to have to go do that because I actually have I have four different emails that I use all the time, Like, but they all, they're all for different things because I have like different work things that I do. And so I have like different windows open for each like work thing and they all have like 10 tabs. So I have no kidding, like 40 tabs open at a time. And I just switch between windows based no. off of what I'm working on. Like it's yeah. really bad. 
You need oh to get gosh. one tab. It's so easy because then you can create a folder for each of your email addresses and have those in list form. <gasps> and all you have to do is click and it'll open the page again. And it'll Dude, stay you there. you just changed my life. List. Oh, yeah. I will send you the link to that. It has been wow. Like, I only have the, <laughs> it's one tab. I only need one tab open and I can just go back and forth and organize it that oh, way. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so excited to look into that. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. So I have... I'm obsessed with all of those things. So those are stuff I always share with friends, my students, like just to kind of help their lives get a little bit more easier. They seem to enjoy it. I love it. Like I, that's the thing I'm obsessed with. So I love that. Do you ever do the, have you ever done the Enneagram before? Yes. I'm a type six. So if that doesn't make oh, you sense, are. I don't know. <laughs> what that no, that's okay. I just didn't, cause I'm a one and that's usually oh, yeah. like the hyper, I feel like I thrive based, like I'm, like productive and organized environments, but I'm not amazing at maintaining them. Like I, like I like it when other people can like keep me accountable to checklists and stuff. Cause then I'm like thriving. But then if like I'm keeping myself, I don't know, it's really confusing, but anyways, no, I highly I appreciate that. what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. A, That's awesome. Type six over here. I love when they like Enneagram and coffee or, um, what's that other Instagram? I can't think of it, but when they post like those little things that have to do with your Enneagram type. I love when mine has a planner on there or a checklist. I'm like, yeah, yes. speaking to me. No, I know a lot but of very can't. organized sixes. So Yes. That's like, <laughs> we're a very niche group. We enjoy it. It's yes. not always about, it's a form of security if you think about yeah. it. Because we really yeah. value being secure and safe and having everything planned out is a form of security. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. At least. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, I'm super curious. What's something that God has been teaching you recently? Yeah. So this actually goes along with what my first post is going to be about. It's a series actually. So in addition to starting this blog, the, this idea of rest and Sabbath, like just like came to my mind. Um, I was you know, finishing grad school and things are just super chaotic. And I'm like, God, I like, help me. I am overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. Like what can help me right now? And after I prayed that to him and I wrote it down, my friend the next day sent me this sermon on restless religion and Mm. it was about (laughs) Sabbath and keeping it well. And I was like, God, (laughs) okay. Um, (laughs) that's so weird. And I texted her, I was like, hey, um, I don't know if you know this, but I literally two nights ago just prayed about like needing rest and needing to be refreshed. And you sent this like the Lord is using you. So amen to that. Um, So I listened to that message and I've always heard about Sabbath. I've always, you know, it's one of the Ten Commandments. Like I know this term growing up in church, but I've never actually practice it or observed it in the way we're supposed to. So that kind of was put on my heart and God was like, yeah, you need to actually do this. This is the rest you've been seeking. So learn more about it and do it. And so I was like, okay, sure. So um, that led me to start, you know, reading Bible studies about the Sabbath. My dad has, I didn't know this, but he has like five books or more. He has more than five, but I found five (laughs) on Sabbath. Um, so that was another thing. And I was like, this is just so like, just learning about it. It makes sense. 
you know it's like one of those things like okay yeah we should rest but like just setting your intentions and like getting into that rhythm of true rest and not Mm -hmm. just like I'm just not going to do anything but get on Netflix and my phone and just call that rest um yeah so I've been really wanting to learn about true rest and biblical rest and how to take one day out of my week to spend time with God and to let him refresh my soul and my spirit and my mind and my body. Um, so that's just something God's laid on my heart recently. And, um, with my blog, I'm going to document it. So, so I'm doing a series called finding stillness and it's all about my journey to, discover this idea of rest and what that means biblically and also in a way that those who aren't believers can kind of learn more even if it's as much as a social detox you know um Hmm. so that's something god's laid on my heart and that's something that has really changed the game for me um i've been doing sundays as my chosen day and it just feels so good (laughs) um to not get on instagram to not get on tiktok to not get on twitter to just like spend intentional time with the lord and no one else Mm -hmm. like i didn't know that that was the missing puzzle piece you know so Mm. that's something that's been really good and exciting for me that's awesome i love it i was telling you right before this call but Shabbat or Sabbath, Shabbat is the uh, Hebrew word for Sabbath, um, is one of my like top three, like give me three topics that I'm like the most passionate on. It's going to be in there. Um, We've done a, our family has done Sabbath for um, my whole life. Like I think I was probably, I don't remember. I think I was in like first grade or something when we first started. And my dad's currently writing a book on it, but he's the type to just keep writing and writing and writing. So I have no idea when it's going to be done, but he's been writing (laughs) about Shabbat for a long time. Um, And yeah, it's like slowly morphed throughout the years. But um, the idea of like not only biblical rest, but also the Sabbath meal and the representation of like the table and the family and just like what that says about rhythm and like how God created the world. Because I think it does, it is important to note lots of people when they hear Sabbath or Shabbat, they think that's a Jewish thing. And um, everyone always thinks I'm Jewish because of it. (laughs) Like, no, I'm not Jewish. But um, remembering that it's actually a concept that goes back to creation. Um, and God rested on the seventh day and that if God needed to rest or wanted to rest, um, chose to, then that's something that's offered to us as well. And I love in Mark two, when Jesus talks about how the Sabbath is a gift and, um, I, I had like this, I, part of my uh, homeschooling years was, um, I was a speech. Really awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Sorry. Uh, was a speech and debate. No, no worries. Uh, speech and debate club. And I actually wrote my speech on Shabbat. And I had um, to, I had like study different scriptures for it and stuff like that. But I had lots of people. I didn't think of that as a reason to not do Sabbath was that it's a Jewish thing. Um, until that's a lot of the feedback I got was like, well, you misunderstand, like we're not supposed to do that anymore. And I thought that was the most interesting response. We're not supposed to do that anymore. 
Because, like, what do you mean you're not supposed to do it? Like, yeah, yeah you're not supposed to. But it's like, it, Mark 2, Jesus says, this is a gift, and I am Lord over the Sabbath. And this is a gift I've decided to give you. Um, so just kind of relishing in that gift is something super special, and I love it when other people decide to partake in it because it's a gift. So I'm so excited yeah. that you are getting to partake in that gift. <laughs> Me too, and it's been so just eye-opening and... I also love that verse. And um, one thing that stood out from one of the messages I heard uh, was like, it's a gift that we choose not to accept. Like who doesn't want a gift? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's so such an, when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, whoa, yeah. What have I been doing all my life? Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is a gift. This is a good gift. This is like, So yeah, that's super, it's been really good for me. And I'm just really excited to see what the Lord does through this Mm -hmm. for me. And um, I'm fairly new to it. So like a lot of the things I'm still learning about, especially when it comes to feasting and um, what that means. So I'm just really excited to continue tapping into it and seeing what the Lord has to say and what he wants me to learn through this process. Awesome. Well, as I have been planning out my next podcast series, there is one in the near future that's going to be on the Sabbath. But in the meantime, I want you guys to head over to Caitlin's uh, blog. So go ahead and tell people where they can find you. Yes. So you can find me at CaitlinMichaela.com. And my Instagram handle is the same. So Caitlin with a D. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm super excited. I'm really ready to just jump into this next phase of life as a blogger. Um, So thank you so much for having me, Kelsey. This has been so fun. Absolutely. I'm going to link, put all your links in the description below so you guys can go find her. Super excited to see where this takes you. And I'm really excited to read your Sabbath blog post. Ah, I'm so excited too. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Strength and Dignity. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook and sign up for our newsletter to be notified of all the fun stuff we have rolling out. All the links can be found in the description below. Hope you tune in next time.